welcome to Watching the Watchmen, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Watchmen on HBO and Sky Atlantic. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Good, uh, we're here today to talk about Season 1, Episode 2, Martial Feats of... what was it called? Comanche. Comanche, Comanche Horsemanship. Horsemanship. Yes, yes, that's it. Um, weird episode titles. I've had a little glance of... At uh, future titles as well, and some of them are still a bit weird. But uh, we have Damon Lindelof as showrunner, so that kind of yes, that clears is up, right. clears up some of that. Yeah, um, yeah. Season one, episode two. What did you think of this second episode of Watchmen? I I enjoyed it. I mean, it it is um, a little difficult to follow that that first episode, but it's still got that wonderful Damian Lindelof weirdness to it. So you know, I think that worked well. Uh, you you got a little bit more of um I, I i like the stuff where you got to see a bit of the play that they were putting on later on i thought that was quite good um you got uh the, the, obviously the follow-up of the fallout of the end of the first episode where where the uh, judd was hanging on the rope so you got to see where that comes in um bit more information about who the guy in the wheelchair is so yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, it did did quite good and uh, it did quite well and uh, yes, the it, interesting kind of end to what happens to the wheelchair guy <laughs> towards the end of that story. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, c- kind of made me think of um, Kojima, if you guys know uh, Hideo Hideo Kojima, the uh, developer, right, for yes. the Metal Gear series and the upcoming uh, Death Stranding, which comes out next week. Um, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Um, I feel like there's certain things I'm. I mean, obviously there's mystery here, and you know, again, Damon Lindelof lost and leftovers. There's still some mystery stuff. I mean, out of the three of those, the leftovers has got the least kind of mystery, apart from its, of course, main plot. Uh, yeah. But of course, Lost is surrounded in mystery. But in terms of Watchmen, uh, it's still got some mysterious stuff. It's still got. It. I'm trying to kind of work out like, is there certain things I should understand more than others? And then when I kind of think about some of those things, I just kind of think, okay, I'll wait for future episodes to see what kind of answers I get. Again, that's a very lost kind of thing, which is just, um, I mean, if you guys remember lost, it would literally end on cliffhangers every single episode. It would live off cliffhangers. Um, and this isn't doing that in the same way, but it's still got obviously some weird mystery and stuff. And you're dealing with obviously a different type of mystery with superheroes and vigilantes and, uh, all sorts of other weird things. It's it's, it's just a, a different weird what we've got here. Um, but yeah, some of the just other questions and other things I don't understand. I'm just kind of not trying to stress about them too much and not trying to understand them too much and just trying to enjoy what I'm seeing, enjoy the things that I do understand, and then just waiting for you know future episodes. Which again, there's the question of okay, if we're gonna get uh, one season under Lindelof and then maybe. Uh, a second season with somebody else or something of course we'll have to wait and see what happens with that Um, yeah it's going to be interesting to see where everything kind of goes but other than that uh, I mean the episode itself was very very good I was very entertained by it of course Um, I think we got some uh, like you said with the the car stuff at the end just some weird interesting just kind of random stuff like with the is it the the mothmen that come in they sort of fly around and they're trying to i guess get pictures of judd or whatever that was just but but weird and still entertaining and interesting uh speaking of kojima i'd love to see lindelof and kojima work on something that would be really (laughs) quite fun and then you throw in uh is it gail mel del toro 
Yes. Put, put put the three of them on a game, a show, or a film, and that will be even weirder. So, um, yeah, good episode. But uh, I mean, where do you stand on, in terms of understanding certain weird, mysterious things um, in the show? I I probably get more of it than you do because you don't know the book. Like the the whole thing with the uh, the Lord in his manner putting on the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, did any of that make sense to you? some of it but definitely not all of it obviously but i i got a little bit of an idea of what he might be doing potentially um we'll talk about that more when we get to it but obviously you've got some clone stuff kind of going on but yeah stuff like that which is still good and still not sort of okay this is a mystery that isn't going to go anywhere or isn't going to make any sense i've watched films and tv shows and played games where like things are just not narrative narratively connecting at all and then don't go anywhere i don't think that's gonna really be happening here so uh yeah that's all the that's all the pre-talk i've i've really sort of got um yeah we're gonna go into housekeeping now uh just to let you guys know we're gonna put the same housekeeping section from the walking dead uk podcast so we will be mentioning the watchman podcast but of course you're already here so I'm just clearing that up. Uh, but let's take, a quick, <laughs> let's take a quick break. Uh, you'll hear the same thing as you heard on The Walking Dead, if you, of course, listen to that podcast. And then we'll come back and talk about the rest of Watchmen 102. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, just before I get into this housekeeping news, we do have another big uh, podcast Wednesday kind of thing. We've got Walking Dead today, we've got Watchmen, uh, and then Man United go to, yes, an away games to Stamford Bridge in the Carabao Cup later. Then we've got uh, an Arrow episode, and then we've got uh, a Game Week Talk podcast, so it's going to be another big Wednesday for us uh, as well. So uh, look out for all the content that we've got uh, on Entertainment Talk. Uh, here's the other things. Uh, yesterday I went to see Zombieland, and you can simply check out my review of that. Spoiler free and spoiler split, as usual. Uh, so if you're into zombie stuff, or even if you're not, uh, you can still check out the review. Uh, another segment from Entertainment Talk TV episode 27. This week's uh, segment is for Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders season 1, episodes 1 and 2, as they all are for these uh, little segments, spoiler free. So if you have or you haven't seen Peaky Blinders, uh, you can still check that out as well. That's of course on BBC and Netflix in certain countries and whatnot. I think it's on Netflix in the US, isn't it? So 
Yes. Yeah, that you can go and check them out on yes, there. Yes, it is. Uh, Man United played Norwich on Sunday and actually scored more than one goal for the first time since the 8th of August. <laughs> uh, they scored not one, not two, but three goals against Norwich. Could have had about six, but that's a different discussion for a different time. Two missed penalties. Uh, it was Man United 3, Norwich City 1. Yes, an easy team to beat, but we certainly needed that. We really, really did. So let's hope that can continue into tonight's game against Chelsea. But uh, yeah, I obviously discussed that much. Uh, let's play Sundays for FIFA 20. Um, the Good Place, uh, Season 4, Episode 5. Of course, there'll be Season 4, Episode uh, 6 on Friday. So have a look out for those. Not sure when or if they're going to do a mid-season finale of some sort, but I guess we'll find out in the coming weeks. Uh, also, we got, uh, speaking of film reviews, I uh, went, I think, last week to see Terminator Dark Fate, which is the official third, now, uh, continuity yes. edition of uh terminator so just watch terminator one two and then dark fate and ignore the rest because that's certainly what worked for me so yes (laughs) Yes. the rest do not exist as far as that concerned right right uh so yeah go and check out those and of course uh you can check out my review for terminator dark fate again if you haven't seen terminator dark fate doesn't matter because there's a spoiler free section at the start as well american horror story still continuing for season nine there's just a couple of episodes left i think there's three episodes left uh seven eight and nine uh last week's episode episode six was the 100th episode for American Horror Story, and uh, Ryan Murphy showed us what all that was about, so <laughs> we'll see uh, where that goes. There should be a Halloween-themed episode this week, because it's actually Halloween this week, so we'll see what else he's got up his sleeve uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, Man United also won another game. It's actually winning some games for a, tra- for a change. Uh, beat Partizan 1-0 away in the Europa League, so that was the latest of the Europa League matches. Uh, me and Robert did another Q&A podcast, Q&A podcast number three. If you want to listen to all of them, uh, just search for Q&A on the website and you should be able to find all three of them. Uh, last week on Gaming Talk, we talked about Fallout first and Fallout 76. Long story short, just don't go anywhere near that franchise at the moment, uh, or at least that that game. You can play Fallout 3 and Fallout 4, but in terms of Fallout 76 and Fallout first... Just don't bother. And if you're a parent yes. and your child asks for the game, just get them something else. Say no. Yeah, <laughs> just get them a go. different game. Go and buy them The Outer Worlds. It's yes. a much better game. <laughs> yes, go and do that instead. Uh, we also talked about Silent Hill and some goings on at THQ because uh, they've been buying some stuff. Uh, and that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. All right, so that's what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on the podcast platforms. Let's move into the episode. Uh, in World War One. World War One: An African American soldier, the father of the child uh, from the Tulsa riots, uh, pockets a piece of German propaganda challenging their racial equality. I'm not really. I connected very well with the first uh, flashback thing from from the pilot with how, of course, it led into the, this boy and everything, and the whole like death of his parents and then being dragged off and everything that happened last week. Didn't really connect with with this one. Uh, very much how about you um i I mean it it starts off in an interesting place because you're Mm -hmm. suddenly in world war one there's nazis uh well they're probably they nazis at that point i'm not sure um not if it's world war one probably i don't know uh so (laughs) yes uh the the yeah there's the german soldiers and and they they're drop air dropping these these leaflets sort of saying hey why are you fighting the germans you know we respect you much more than your Americans do and that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, so that's a kind of interesting, slightly off-kilter way to start. Although I do get the connection because it was, you know, you then go on to, to see where that 
note ends up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm still not entirely sure sure of the purpose of all that. Me neither. But 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 yes. Um, yeah. Other than it obviously uh, attaches to race things, which is something which has been a theme since the first episode. Yeah, right. since the last episode with the Black Wall Street massacre and and stuff. So yeah. Um, other than that, I, I'm not entirely sure. Well, there's obviously a race thing going on, but I haven't quite figured out where they're going with that story. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm guessing we'll probably see more flashbacks that lead into some of the stuff. Um, I yeah. Because it's, I mean, it's been a theme for the first two episodes. I'm not saying we're going to get a flashback in every episode, but they seem to be focusing on obviously World War stuff and the Wall Street thing uh, at the start of the episode. So we'll see if we get more that kind of connects to this. But it was kind of out of place a bit more and just didn't really connect as well as the first flashback from last episode so uh in the present angela takes the elderly man to her hideout uh he says his name is will and claims to be um her grandfather which she later does get from the uh test yes. thing that she does which i thought was kind of an interesting little scene yeah that that was that whole kind of um story was kind of interesting because she ends up mm. rather than because you, you think oh well maybe she's going to go and take the cup to some lab and get it tested but no she actually she sort of bypasses all that and goes to uh, a museum which is obviously offering reparations for uh, uh for the the massacre i think and then it's it's there that she manages to get it tested and and that's how she discovers that that it's the relative. So sure, she's she's a he's a relative of her. Um, yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting because it, it it's a nice way of expanding a little bit more about that history and what is going on in the world relating to that, and as well as moving the personal story of her on uh, of Angela on and and the, her relationship with that man. So yeah, I thought that was quite cleverly done. Yeah, I thought it was quite good. Um, I like this, this, just the scene overall in this what shed type of thing, wherever they go, wherever he, uh, she takes him. That's um, the. Uh, it's the back of back of the bakery. It's a kitchen. Okay, some yeah, that little place. Um, yeah, and then she, he's kind of saying like, oh, you know, you, you haven't been listening and all this sort of thing, and uh, she's just trying to obviously figure out what kind of what's going on. Uh, I thought yeah. it was I thought it was a very good scene, and yeah, I mean she's got some options as things that she can do obviously she's just found this guy who has apparently hung uh judd and i thought is is actually kind of surprising maybe a little bit of comedy where um he says like oh i can move things with like my mind or whatever and obviously he tries to assert that that's how he he you know yeah. got, got him up there basically clearly he's a guy in a wheelchair so right so how you, yeah yeah uh, got a bit of a um, what's the guy from the company? I've forgotten his name. A- 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 Xavier, the, the right, yes. guy from X Men. A little bit like that. But yes. He doesn't yeah, have yeah. Uh, telekinesis, yeah. does he? He has um, mind reading powers, yes. whatever. Can't really remember the X Men right now. Um, yeah, reminded me a little bit of that, but uh, I thought he was uh, very, very good in that scene. So, uh, and uh, Angela just continues to be a standout for me. I think she's probably supposed to be. Obviously, she's. Well, of course, pretty yeah, much yeah. the main character, but uh, Regina King's still doing a very good job as uh, playing as her. So, yeah, what do you think of uh, Angela so far? Yeah, no, she's she's been great. Um, you got to see her suit up again as well, and and the sort of how she puts the spray makeup on. I think you saw this week, right. which is yeah, because it's not actually a mask; it's actually spraying her face. It's quite effective that because yeah, once you've got the cover up, 
when she she's got like the the scarf thing over mm. the bottom of her mouth. Yeah, uh, it's quite effective. Just sort of you know black spray paint across the middle. I'm sure there would be many cosplays of that coming up in the next few MCM comic cons. I'm sure we'll see yeah. a lot more. Yeah, probably. Um, very um Arrow season one kind of thing. Yes. Uh, yeah. obviously he's not really bothered about that these days, but um, yeah, yeah very Oliver Queen sort of season one. He didn't have a um like mouth kind of thing did he he just kind of had the hood no, no. and the uh the spray paint but yeah. yeah there's not many characters i can really think of that have kind of done that you did have um well the guy's name began with t in oliver he's uh he, he had he had to like paint that t on his on his face come on oh, um yes uh mr terrific yes that's it yeah to kind yes. of do that as well I remember when uh, he was in some more of the episodes and Robert was kind of pointing out, like, how does he take that on yes. and off? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how on earth does he get the time to... <laughs> it's like, and he has to had to do his entire hair as well. Mm. There's like, yeah, because his hair normally was quite frizzy and then it's sort of, suddenly it's all tied back and stuff. So, I yes, there was a lot of work went into his... I mean, it's like, give me give me half an hour i've got to go and kind of get changed <laughs> so yes but uh but yes no, none of that with angela she's kind of quick change and you you see it so yeah uh the police round up several suspects uh subjects sorry from nixonville on suspicion of judd's uh hanging will warns angela uh of uh judd's duplicity which she initially doubts during judd's wake she discovers uh, he has a Ku Klux, uh, Ku Klux Klan, sorry, outfit in in a secret closet. I want to rewind slightly from that. What did you think of when the um, these Mothmen arrived at this scene? The- oh yeah, so yes, there's a few things in there. There was a quite a nice sequence with them eating in the car, and oh. I thought that was good. Uh, and some nice back and forwards. The uh, I, yeah, I mean the 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 guys. I mean they're clearly reporters just trying to get pictures. I think right. it's but kind of a cool I, idea as a way to uh, yeah, sneak I, in there. I like the sort of what I like about this show is there's there's little bits of sort of alt history, you know, off balanceness mm-hmm. to it. So there's the, things like if you listen to the cars, all the cars are electric. Um, yeah. I if you've not, I don't know whether you've spotted that, but um, have, the, yeah. yeah, the the cars all sound electric. So mm-hmm. you know, there's there's things like that. So clearly the the powering system is is slightly different. And then you have things like the the moth guys that were ch- hovering over trying to, and they sort of shoot them down and stuff. Um, yeah, I I thought oh I love all those little things which are are because the the whole thing is generally our world ish, but it's it's just slightly off. Yeah, I like things it. like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I like that. Yeah, it brings in some interesting kind of technology that we, well, simply don't really see. Uh, I mean, we don't have anything close to Watchmen, really. Yes. Uh, we just have politicians that can't agree <laughs> on stuff. Um, yeah. yeah, interesting little thing with that. And I, I would have liked the scene to last slightly longer, but you can understand as to, you know, these Mothmen come around and there's three Watchmen there, essentially, and uh, they'll get kind of taken out. I did like the... Um, What's the guy's name with the the shiny mask? Uh, glass? Yeah, uh, mirror. Uh, Mir- uh, glass. Glass. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. He's he's glass mirror. Uh, looking glass. That's it. Looking glass. Yeah. Yes. With him uh, pulling up the uh, his mask thing and just eating peanuts in the car. I thought that was. Yeah, cool. as I say, looking glass to me feels very Rorschach. 
you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, in in terms of the kind of comic book character. Uh, I mean, he's probably he's a bit lighter than Rorschach was. Rorschach was very kind of black and white character, but um, he, you know, just the, and I don't know whether it's just the mask. I don't know whether that's that's intentional or not, but it he does feel very much a kind of Rorschach type character. Um, so I, I find that quite interesting and, and it's something that's used in the comic books with, uh, you know, Rorschach always kind of turns up and just randomly kind of picks people's food up and starts eating it. And, and that's something that is in the comic books. Um, so yeah, it, it there, there's something there possibly as well. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought those were all pretty great, pretty great scenes. Uh, and then of course you've got the little, uh, riot thing that that's happening. Yes, the guy, guy yeah, throws a, a like a wine bottle or something, uh, and then they retaliate yeah. against them. I thought that was a, a good little action scene. Um, yeah, what do you think of this um, Judd's uh, wake? Yeah, so you got uh, Angela turning up at, at the wake, and then sort mm-hmm. of uh, again the the glasses that Angela uses look very much like night owl's glasses and if you remember last week um the ship that judge uses yes it was i remember mentioning that's basically the night owl ship so again i don't know whether there is some connection there i don't know whether maybe judge was supposed to be night owl at one point i i honestly don't know but there, there seems to be some kind of connection in there um so that I thought was interesting. So is that is that a comic book character? Uh, yes, Night Night Owl was one of the main Watchmen comic book characters. So I don't I don't know whether they're going to get some reference to that. And um, the, there is a character that's supposed to show up at some point, which is uh, Gene Smart's character Laurie Blake, uh, who hasn't mm-hmm. appeared yet, who was um, kind of dating Night Owl in the book. So right, and she was in the car in last week's scene where he's going you know about the end of the world and tiktok tiktok and all that uh right, that's, that's yeah. actually one of the parts from the the trailer that i remember as well right yeah, uh, yeah. I, i'm pretty sure she was in the the car that was waiting for him so yeah be interesting to see what they do with her and i'm excited to see her back on the screen of course um yeah cause I, I didn't watch that much of legion i know like we said in the previous she was in season one and stuff but i don't remember seeing i didn't see season two but obviously i've seen 24 uh, which I've mentioned numerous times, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see her again. So, yeah, um, yeah. So he's got a, a Ku Klux Klan outfit in his yeah in his closet, I... and it was quite easy for her to fairly easy for her to find, I suppose. Well, yeah, so, relatively. Although, yeah. I mean, you know, she did have kind of the glasses, you know, X-ray that. glasses. Right. So I don't know how easy it would have been to find if she hadn't got X-ray glasses. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Um, again, that. I, I can't see how that is connecting into things. I mean, the the suggestion from Will is that Judd was hiding something. Um, Certainly but was. it seems weird that you would be chief of police, um, your, your kind of main lieutenant being Angela, who is a woman of colour and, and, you know, clearly he has no problem with her. So the the idea yeah. of him being a a kind of member of the Ku Klux Klan seems a, off, and I so I I'm not entirely sure where that comes in. Um, maybe it belonged to a parent or something. Um, 
But then why would he keep it? I don't know. It was a very I bat, don't know. It's, it was a very Batsu type of reveal, wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, because that, again, that was what I was maybe expecting was some sort of hero outfit, you know, that would be maybe that. I wasn't expecting a Clueless Clan outfit. So I'm I'm slightly puzzled as as to why that is there and whether it is genuinely his or whether it was placed there somehow for some reason. But yes, that's that's all very puzzling. I'm really not sure where they're going with that. Mm-hmm. We get a scene in this episode where um, we get a small flashback to the, the, the night before Christmas. And it's like two minutes to Christmas or whatever. And Angela's husband is talking about, you know, opening his present. And obviously yeah. they're, they're having some dialogue there. And then they get the that night of the attack. I thought that was probably one of the best scenes of the episode. Yeah, you you had a it said like oh you know one minute to go and they're dancing and all all that sort of stuff. And then you just had a feeling that something was going to happen. Um, yeah. and then it does. And then yeah, so she she stabs that one guy and then there's another guy in the house. Uh, who we you don't specifically see what happens to him, but Judd later when she's in the hospital bed or whatever says that he's fine. Uh, and we do see him later on. Yeah, we we I think we did. Um, yeah. But we didn't find out what happened to him specifically in the house that night. The, yeah. No. And there was the, yeah there was an interesting because she doesn't she stab the one guy and then get shot by another guy. Yeah. She stabs him and the yeah and upper you chest don't or neck or whatever. And and, and Judd makes a point of saying to her, "Oh, you you know, you got the guy. You took the guy down. You know mm-hmm. he." He, he bled out but there was another guy and we never saw what happened to the guy that actually shot her i don't think unless i'm misremembering that because there was the guy that shot her and then the other guy that he, sh- he walked stabbed. right up to her on the, she was on the floor yeah and went to blow her head off and we don't see what happens at that point so i mean um, I mean, that, yeah only... that i'm confused by as well i don't i yes i i there, there seems to be something there mm-hmm. um that that maybe will get revealed further down the line because you know she she seemed to be basically dead at that point you know because the guy right. was stood over her with the gun and then suddenly she's awake in the hospital bed so there seems to be something else going on there as well because mm-hmm. we don't know how that happened and clearly Judd didn't have any idea there was a second guy there or certainly that's what he seemed to be saying yeah so so either Judd's got some other secrets which i get well we could still find out obviously we found out about this i mean outfit even though he's dead but um yeah i mean i mean the other assumption is that the husband took out that other guy and then took out yeah. hospital or whatever but, but that seems we that, didn't specifically yeah, that, see that so yeah that that seems like it, it seemed like an odd cut and the fact that judge specifically says oh you took out the guy judge but i mean if it's true and he that Ku Klux clan outfit is his could Judd have been the other gunman? Maybe. I mean, I yeah, because they were all wearing masks, so we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> it's there's all sorts of possibilities with that, but there is something going on there, and I I'm not quite sure what. Mm-hmm. You'll have to ask Demi Lindelof. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Demi Lindelof. I'm or, sure it'll get revealed. Or watch the episode. So. Yeah, interesting stuff with that. Um, but get a pretty good action scene. Like you does have to yeah. jump around, well not jump around your house, dodge around your house, and she pulls out the knives and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, 
Uh, I do like with this house how how we've seen in this episode and the last episode the different places that she's got weapons hidden. Like yeah, last yeah. week she had one in the headboard, and then one in the uh, in the fireplace, and then she had one like on the on the wall and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. I think that's pretty cool. Again, kind of using that uh, alternate sort of present day uh, technology. I mean, some people might have guns in their headboards. I don't really know, but that's not a th- that's the first time I've kind of seen. Something yes, because like it's so. yeah, it's it's not like on display or anything. It's like in a little cubby hole thing that mm-hmm. she kind of pushes and gets it. Yeah, so that was pretty good. Uh, uh, meanwhile, the Lord uh, watches Mister Phillips and Miss uh, Crookshanks perform his play, the retelling of Doctor Manhattan's origins. Unexpectedly, the Lord, uh, who is um, Jeremy Irons's character. Uh, incinerates Phillips as part of the play and names one of the other servants, uh, apparent clones of Phillips and uh, Crookshanks, as the new Mister Phillips, and we see a bunch of uh, clones there. Yes. The, the the one thing I kind of got from this scene, and I could very much be wrong, is he's planning, obviously planning something. That's a obvious thing, but he's maybe like planning all of these clones to go to some kind of war or some kind of attack or like he's obviously preparing them for something but uh, like how does that connect to this play exactly like how many times I'm guessing he's done this a few times before because obviously he'd be I don't know (laughs) it's yeah I mean um we've again they've not actually said on the tv show who this character actually is and I I don't know whether we should actually say because it has been in the um I mean, it's it's listed pretty much everywhere, and uh, is it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it is listed if you actually go and look up the cast list, uh, you know, on Wikipedia and uh, go and check it on IMDb. Okay, it it does say who the character is, um, who the Lord is. Although, if you've read the book, you'll be, it's pretty obvious <laughs> who I, that I guy is. So. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, we'll, we'll wait for the episodes to tell us who he is because I still don't don't know. So. Right. Okay. So uh, I, I I won't say, but yes, there is a reason why he's doing that play and the birth of Doctor Manhattan. I think um, because it is part of his history as well. So um, I I think that is the part of the reason for him doing it. Uh, he has some history with clones. Um, not cloning people, I don't seem to remember, but he has history with with dealing with cloning before as well. That character, so um, that that's kind of an interesting morph from you know cloning other things to to cloning people. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I that that was a bit of a surprise when you sort of because he was because he incinerates that one guy. I was like, oh well, that's that's Tom Misson gone then, and then suddenly there's another one. Um, Tom Misson was was uh, quite happy to point out that that wasn't his genitalia that we saw apparently <laughs> on that character. Uh, he was he was quite clear to point that out in an interview. So uh, yes, um, there was apparently some talk about that online afterwards. <laughs> there was, yeah. Um, so yes, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I still haven't quite figured out where they're going with that either, and how. I mean, he he is clearly planning something. There is something coming, um, 
I, I just can't figure out what at this point. Mm-hmm. There is definitely something going on. I mean, the interesting mystery part to this is just everybody's attitude towards the whole thing. And this Miss uh, Crookshanks, um, when like she's temporarily forgetting one of her lines, and then uh, the the Lord character is like getting like kind of temporarily annoyed. He like reminds her, and then it's kind of smooth sailing from there. But just the way like this guy gets burned and then everybody else is like oh yeah this is just a standard kind of thing we've yeah like click clearly done many times before yes um and everyone's like n- like no one's shocked about it no one's like really reacting to it which obviously again tells you that they've done but, this but uh, multiple then, times they are all clones so yeah. you know <laughs> yeah i guess but, but yeah just uh, especially yeah, it the, is. the it's, lord's it's, it's especially weird. the lord's reaction at himself just like oh yeah we're gonna do this again kind of thing and um yeah because he, he tells them like okay we're gonna go and do this play and i was expecting like okay is there gonna be somebody else there what is because obviously i had no idea what the play was gonna be um and then it's just him doing it there so oh just him watching so yeah i thought that was very interesting um if you had to maybe pinpoint what episode possibly we could start getting some answers to things obviously we're only in episode two so we are going to still have questions and not really know a whole lot about what's going on um like maybe around episode four five ish yeah i mean five four five would would make sense when you're maybe starting to pull things together because you're about halfway through at that point yeah so so maybe we'll start to get a, a bit more of an explanation about what's going on with it um I think when Gene Smart's characters, uh, the Laurie Blake character shows up, I think that at that point you might start to get a little bit more because she is somebody from, you know, that that character is, is from the original story. So she obviously understands a bit more of the history and maybe understands a little bit more about what's going on. So I think when, you know, if, she, if that character turns up um, properly on screen, because we've only seen a little bit of her. Yeah. I think we may get a little bit more at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see when they start to give some answers to things. Um, which I'm not like putting that as a frustration. I knew that it was going to be, you know, Damon and Luff and all that. Yeah, you can have some no, no. I, I, I think it's lost, wonderfully so weird. <laughs> I have yeah, patience. yeah, it's it's wonderfully weird, and you don't quite understand exactly what's going on. You just got to mm-hmm. have faith that it will get pulled together at some point. Right, right. I mean, play Death Stranding next week, and then tell me Watchmen's weird. Because uh, <laughs> even the trailers for Death Stranding are very, very strange. Yes. Uh, Angela asks Will how he knew um, to know. I think that's to do with the the, um, the, the testing that she gets back. And, oh yeah, and the yes, yeah. that was to do. I think apart partly about the how he he knew about the Judd and the clan outfit, and mm-hmm. you know they have that conversation about was it placed or whatever, and he doesn't really give an answer to that, and also how he knew about her and and the fact that it's his granddaughter and that sort of stuff right yeah uh to veil, she, so she arrests him as she places him in her car a flying craft drops an electromagnetic uh a, a magnet and takes the vehicle with it with will in it and um dropping off the the propaganda german note yeah uh this was a very strange ending i mean like it is i mean it kind of looks like a you know a ufo sort of thing again and, again, and this I, magnet just takes him yeah 
I, again, I wonder if this is some, you know, I mean, we've seen the one owl ship crash, but I, I do wonder right. whether this is just another type of, you know, another one of the owl ships. You know, maybe there are more of them. Maybe they've got more. But uh, so I, I, I did wonder if maybe it was that because they are a bit UFO like because they're basically floating kind of egg shaped things. Um, so I did wonder if maybe it was that. But as to why he's been picked up and what is going on i have no clue um i really i just i can't i just i can't figure out where they're going with that at all it's it's really strange i don't know how will fits in with it um i yeah and i mean the german propaganda thing again uh, you know it's not entirely clear how that fits in other than it had the note written on the back that said, you know, look after this child or whatever it was. Um, right. So, you know, we clearly, we know that that kid, that he is the, the kid that we saw at the first one in the first episode. But uh, yeah, it's, it's all very odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, immediately this thing hovers over the two of them and I go aliens. Yes. No, <laughs> which, I mean, it's, which it's not going to be aliens, but right. yeah. I mean, obviously, um, that was my first first thought with the whole circular ship thing. Yeah, no, um, it's not going to be aliens, but my guess is it's uh, it's another one of the owl ship things. But as to who's flying it and who, why they've taken him and what his connection is to, because he does mention earlier about I've got powerful friends or I've got friends in high places or something. So yeah. I I don't know. I'm really confused. Mm-hmm. And just like th- this magnet drops down and he kind of looks. Back at her, and he's like, goodbye. Yeah, and he's smiling. Yes, and he's <laughs> sort of almost smiling and waving goodbye, pretty much. Yeah. You know I mean? My friends have picked me up. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, again, it's another kind of weird, mysterious thing. He almost kind of feels like the, at the moment, I know we've only had two episodes, kind of the Benjamin Linus of the Watchmen, someone who clearly yeah, knows yeah. a bunch of stuff, but is being very coy about everything and then, yeah. you know, goes back to his own group kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, weird stuff. And he gets taken away. She gets left with this note. And that's the end of the episode. So we'll see what other mysterious stuff we have on uh, next week's episode. But we do have some emails, some feedback. Of course, if you want to get in in contact with Entertainment Talk, uh, if you have any uh, feedback yourself for Watchmen or any of our other shows, uh, Matthew at at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, and there's the contact page. And information in your show notes, Benjamin. So, any favourite characters so far? Uh, which is posed as a question. Uh, any standout performer so far? Could any of these actors make it into your best uh, uh, thing for this for this year? Like the best of uh, kind of podcast? Well, I'm not going to go giving that list away. I have actually started working on that list as of uh, yesterday. I started writing some stuff down. Uh, so, I'm obviously not going to reveal what's on that list yet. But, yeah. Any favourite characters so far? Um, favourite characters from Watchmen? Yeah. Uh... I, I mean, I do quite like Jeremy Irons' character. I have to say he's quite good fun. Uh, Regina mm-hmm. King, I think, was good. Um, I, I I think... I do like Looking Glass. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson's I do. Looking yeah. Glass character. I think he's he's really interesting, and I could do with seeing a bit more of him. I think he's quite intriguing. Um, so out of you know, outside of the obvious ones like um, Regina King's Angela and, and uh, Jeremy Irons' character. But... Um, yeah, probably, probably looking glass, but I, it, it's not kind of right up there. I, I need to see a bit more of them first, you know, cause we have only done two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with all those, all those choices. Um, 
Do you think you would have liked Judd more if he had stuck around? Yeah, I, I mean, I like Judd as a character. I mean, the the other thing we, we haven't really mentioned, actually, in that episode was there was the whole sequence of of the the TV show that they went into yeah. as well. American Heroes yeah, story. American Hero story, which is, is, I think, supposed to be a sort of American horror story, American crime story type thing, but with superheroes. Um, yeah. Which, again, I mean, the, the character that you saw in that was from not so much well he's sort of from the original comic books but he's from the history of the original comic books so that's tv series is kind of following the um you know how how comic books have a sort of silver age and golden age and you know Mm -hmm. different groups so uh or dc has a sort of justice society which is a sort of older group of heroes and then there was the justice uh there's the the uh, justice league which are the sort of modern day equivalent of it. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, I can't remember the, he's the hooded something, but the guy with the, the guy that we saw in that is from that kind of older justice society group, you know? So he's sort of an original hero, which is in the history of the original comic book characters. Um, so that's what the TV show was based around. But I thought that whole thing, I could I'd quite happily sit and watch that show, you know? Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, standout performer so far. Obviously, Regina King, um, Jeremy Irons is doing good job. Uh, yes. I mean, never everybody pretty much is so far. But in terms of standouts, I'd probably say Regina King. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, she has been the main focal point at the moment. So, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, in terms of the list stuff, we'll probably do that in what like late ish December, probably because we did a like a specific best of podcast yesterday uh, last year. Which I quite enjoyed, and I want to do uh, a 2019, obviously, edition. So, yes, uh, which again I've started making notes for, and you'll find out in a couple of months what's on that. So, <laughs> uh, Patricia, I so I have not seen Lost or the Leftovers, but I am not quite sold on Watchmen yet. Uh, given that, do you recommend I go and see the Leftovers or Lost? Maybe I'm just not familiar with Damon's work. Uh, I mean, just out of pure recommendations, I would say go and watch Lost and Leftovers. Uh, I mean, sure, Lost got its critical stuff that's about it, but I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I think Leftovers is really, really good. Leftovers is significantly shorter. Uh, I think it's 28 episodes, because I think you have 10, 10, and then 8. There's only three seasons. Uh, Very, very good show. Did you finish Leftovers? No, I've only seen a couple of episodes of it, and I yeah. I really struggled with it. And uh, so, yeah, I I mean, I it's maybe one that I need to go back and try and do again. But I I really Possibly. I don't know, I it just didn't grab me. And the problem with Lost is, yes, overall it's a great show. It doesn't end particularly well. I you know, it's not the most satisfactory ending, um, and it loses its way a little bit in the middle. Um, so, uh, yes, it's a great show, and there's some great moments and really interesting stuff in Lost. I, it, it's it's just I find it a little difficult to recommend as a whole series, you know, to go back and rewatch now because there were issues with it, um, and there are 121 episodes of it, so it's quite a lot to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, that's a that's a 23 episode thing, I. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it's it's one of those things that had they may be made now, it would probably be ten, sixteen episodes of 
run, I right. would have said. Right. You know, I don't think they would have done it as quite as long as they did because there were a lot of episodes in that that you, I think you could have got rid of and it still would have worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, it, it's tricky. Um, I mean, in terms of other Lintoff stuff, I, think, I mean, he did Star Trek Into Darkness uh, was, was his as well. Um, so I don't know what else has he written. Uh, World War Z was his tomorrow. Oh, right, that the uh, World, uh, World War Z. Yeah, uh, cowboy versus cowboys versus aliens. He did as well. Oh really? Okay. Yes, that was he was writer on that, not dire- not producer or director, but uh, cowboy versus aliens. He was the writer of that. Uh, lots of Nash bridges. <laughs> uh, in terms of it, you know, creating series, though, uh, yeah, it's lost leftovers. Watchmen are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it depends on where you stand on mystery as well, because obviously, Lost, yeah, does answer some stuff. Obviously, not everything, um, but and it does leave you cliffhanger after cliffhanger after cliffhanger with at least ninety percent of the episodes, if not more. Um, but it it does work it in terms of that. Um, network cliffhanger type of thing where someone yeah. will say something to someone there'll be a blank stare and then you'll get the lost logo come up basically yeah. uh, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed both of those shows I think yeah I, I would, would recommend them I know they're both quite long and we've got just so much TV these days but I'd still recommend both of them as like good TV shows so yeah um, plus if you watch The Island then you want something better then definitely watch Lost <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, definitely watch anything. Absolutely, paint drying on a wall would be better than watching Island. Yeah. So, uh, all right, that's what we've got for you for this episode of watching The Watchmen. Of course, uh, you can check out all the other content that we've got on EntertainmentTalk.org. And as I said in the preview podcast, uh, other than Jack Ryan's season two, which is that's out on Friday, isn't it? Gosh. Yes. Uh, uh, out on Friday along with Apple TV and a whole bunch of other stuff So yeah that's out on Friday and then obviously The Witch is coming out at some point so those are the only other two shows that I'm definitely covering that haven't like started their later yeah. seasons yet so yeah check out everything that we've got entertainmenttalk.org and a cool search for Entertainment Talk on podcast platforms and you should find what we've got on there uh, if you want to know if or when your favourite show is coming back who's going to be in them or what's happening with the streaming wars because it's just a lot at the moment. Uh, David's yes, got you covered on geektown.co.uk. Uh, there's just so much stuff. Uh, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk and on Geektown Radio, which is also on podcast services and all that sort of stuff. So check all that out as well. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support Entertainment Talk, we are on Patreon. So check out the $1 and $3 level tiers, which might be of interest to you. Uh, we're not on Amazon, but we have an Amazon affiliate link. Uh, you can shop on there. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please write, review, and subscribe to those. Of course, we've got a whole bunch of iTunes feeds. And there is already the uh, Watching the Witcher iTunes feed podcast out there, just in case some of you didn't know or whatever. Uh, that's out there. In terms of the Jack Ryan thing, that's just going to be a TV season review in the TV feed. So that's updates on those uh do we know when the, the witcher is coming out they've said december uh, something they, yeah december is is what they seem to be saying that seems to be the rumor but uh there is no official date and and it, that's still to be confirmed at the moment uh mm. we did a uh there's there's a a kind of look at the panel that we did because they were at mcm london with a panel the weekend and they didn't announce the date there either but if you want to know a bit more about the show there is a a review of of that panel because they were showing clips so they didn't allow us to video it but there is a sort of write-up of that panel if you want to know a bit more about the witcher 
cool. So yeah, look out for that whenever that comes around. Uh, so yeah, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, word of mouth, if um, your friends, family, or whoever are watching Man United play, if they're watching, obviously, TV shows and films, or if they're playing video games, tell them about the website and the iTunes feeds. Uh, and they can discover f- content for themselves as well. Last thing, uh, of course, yeah, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter. And if you're allowed to, put them in different Facebook groups. Last thing, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for, of course, Let's Play Sundays on Sunday. There's already a bunch of episodes out there already. So check those out. Uh, yeah, thank you all very much for listening. And we'll see you for whatever madness happens next week. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a week of madness with Death Stranding and with another episode of Watchmen. Uh, so go and check those out as well, of course. Yes. Uh, so thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.